takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain, bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game when these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast Guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Haaland again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. The fixture pileup is real, Roscoe. We're uh, two pods in a week, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah, very hard to keep track at the moment. We've had some of the highlights on this morning. Uh, we've not even finished the game week, but we've got to record another one. <laughs> and as predicted, mate, you've caught the flu slash cold thing that's going around the northern beaches of Sydney at the moment. Yeah, it was going around at the Collaroy last Friday. <laughs> it's taking you down just like Man City, who are unbelievable. I'll try and keep the cough into a minimum. <laughs> Mate, Man City, 1-0 lost to Villa. Crazy, crazy game. Yeah, do you think just it was always going to be hard for them to back up the treble? Like, how do you get up and go again after that? No, not really. Like the amount of money that they have um, and have spent, you'd, you'd actually generally think that they would be able to do it again, if I'm honest. Like the only thing. Do you think Pep's strategy of playing six central defenders paid off then? <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? Obviously, they can't win without Rodri because in that system, they need someone that can break up the play, but then start attacks and distribute the ball to the players that obviously do the damage. Now, you have somebody ready-made. Okay, he's not as good as Rodri, but genuinely, he plays for England. He has played at an elite level, and one of his skills is delivering passes and building the tempo, and he's not playing him. And I think he's actually looking a bit silly now. I know I'm very biased because I'm a Leeds fan, and I, I've seen Phillips firsthand. But why would you just not play him? Like, he can't be that bad. Yeah, so today he went Kanji and Stones in front of the three defenders. Mm. And he's Double. he's playing Rico Lewis quite advanced now, so I don't think you can really call him a defensive player. I don't, like, honestly, I do not see the hype on this Rico Lewis, like genuinely, like he played for England midweek in that centre midfield role. He is not a midfielder. He is a fullback, in my opinion. Like he is not good enough with his delivery of passes in certain areas. He actually loses the ball quite often. I know he's quick, quick and sharp, but he's a fullback. Play somebody that's solid in that area. You need someone that can take a challenge and still yeah. deliver the ball. It's start. I it just don't get it. In, in Pep's eyes to oust Cancelo, wasn't he? That's another thing, mate. Cancelo, what a player. Like, a Bayern probably smashing it. They're missing him. Yeah. Here's an interesting quote, mate, on Rico Lewis. 
Pep Guardiola believes that Rico Lewis would be considered one of the best players in the Premier League if he was a little bit taller. <laughs> he said that in November. Yeah, he's he's not. I don't think he's physically strong enough to to play centre midfield in my that's opinion. Sure, that in the Premier League, but that's just my take. Yeah. And you can, I think, say it did not work. But Villa are a really good team. They're a top six team in this division, and they'll mix it with the best now. So, uh, and they're a good coach. So he's on them over there. I think fair play. Yeah, it just shows how good of a coach Unai Emery is, and his tactics of playing high press football with, you know, a break in them with Watkins, Bailey. They've got depth as well. You know, Zaniolo. I don't even think Jacob Ramsey's been playing. Um, they've got a good team. David Louis, um, Douglas Louise is. Yeah, well, um, Leon Bailey's hit a bit of form. Scored the last two as well. Good goals. So well, I think this one was deflected, but um, the goal he scored earlier in the week was very good. Cutting in side and pinged it into the side netting. Do you think he's starting to become a i know villa have a, a very uh tough run but it, does it matter if they've just beaten city like where do you do, where do you see villa from a fantasy fantasy perspective yeah no they, they're great aren't they i think but the the front i mean i've got drb at the moment watkins is one of the highest returning point scorers because watkins gets assists and goals bailey's coming good um mm. yeah douglas always has been a, a dark horse this year I think maybe like Matt, Matty Cash has actually been the one that everyone's got but hasn't actually delivered on the points. But their attacking returns and those players are pretty good. I'm just reading here as well, mate. It says, um, um, well, so they've leapfrogged City into third. Um, Douglas Lewis hit the post and uh, said they should have won by a larger margin in a surprisingly one-sided game. Wow. So it sounds like City were well beaten. Uh, you know, United are only three points behind City. <laughs> that is mental, isn't it? They're all the hype behind um, Man City and how they play and how they're looking so good. And then all of a sudden you got United who are getting hammered every single week and are now three points behind City. United are just winning by a goal. A 1-0, 2-1 today. Scraping it, but they've got a super striker in Scott McTominay. Yeah, does he start to become a potential fantasy asset? They've got Bournemouth at home next week because he was scored. He should be because so he started seven games now in a row, and then I think he scored that's six goals. Um, but he he was doing this in the Scotland team, and and not doing it at United. Even when he was playing, he wasn't getting the goals. But now he's, yeah, he's banging him in. And I think everyone's well known now that he, well, maybe it's more more so in Scotland fan circles, but he was a striker uh, in, in the Man United youth teams and he moved to a centre mid. But he's started out as a striker. I think you can see, and obviously in the way he can take, um, the way he can finish when he's given half a chance uh, and, and the conversion he's getting, he, he's clearly good, still a good finisher. So... Yeah, I reckon for fantasy, if he keeps on this form, definitely someone to look at and he'll be cheap. 
Uh, he's having a purple patch. Agree. I think um, if you look at Villa's next couple of fixtures, you've got Arsenal home, which is obviously you know a hard fixture, but there's goals in that game. Arsenal are leaky. Brentford away, Villa can easily do them, and then Sheffield United at home. So really um, big potential to to hold the Villa players. All of a sudden, they were going to get shafted, but I'm thinking... I'm well, thinking Villa against it. Arsenal is going to be real tasty now. Yeah. That should be a great game. And Emery back at the Emirates. Oh, good, good evening. Good, good evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> Is it? It would be great if it was an evening kickoff. <laughs> oh, how good would it? All the memes that they do, they'll just be like, "Good evening." Uh, <laughs> He's gonna win that, isn't he? It's written. It's got to be written that he goes back to Arsenal, who are top of the league, and he wins. Mate, hundred percent. Oh, is it? Is it away? Is it or wow. is it at home? Uh, it's at home for Villa. Oh, it is. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, well, there you go. There's a story waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, all of us... What else? Forrest getting pumped. Happy to see. <laughs> I'm always happy to see that. But Fulham, they seem to have come back a bit. The last couple of games, much better. Yeah, much, much better, mate. I think um, Fulham, I, I think he is a good coach, um, to be honest. Uh, Silver, I think um, Silver, yeah. he he plays quite nice football. Like I, I think he knows what he has, but when he has the opportunity to play good football, especially against the teams that are around them, he actually tries to play football. He doesn't sit and park the bus. And I almost do what I feel like a lot of managers used to do, like a Deitch. Like Deitch will just park the bus, whatever happens. Um, but he's actually quite an attacking manager so William was someone on my radar because he, he was taking free kicks but then the rotation at the moment mate for every single team now like I think the message for fantasy players here is stack your bench yeah yeah well my, my bench isn't strong at the moment so I've been been stung a bit and and the part of the problem with the rotation and the bench is that the players might still get on for a few minutes so I've had that happen with DRB today where he's um yeah he's basically blocking four points no five points coming in off the bench because he played for five minutes yeah so yeah you need a good bench we also need to the manager to be kind and if they drop someone that they don't bring them on on the 87th minute <laughs> so I think what my strategy would personally be here for the running, um, which is going against what I like playing fancy football for, but it is a bit maverick, I think, is target home games because they're the ones that are going to make a huge difference at this time of year in Christmas. It means they're not going to have to travel across the country. Um, you know, most teams in the league have a strong win ratio when they're at home. Look at Fulham. Um, and then the second thing is minutes. Like, look at the load of players and then also when you're transferring players in think to yourself is this player going to play most weeks is he going to play three or four out three or four weeks that's where people like rice for example come in you know he's going under the radar but he plays 90 minutes and he's still scoring goals um Saka's going to play every single game for example i yeah. think type players you really have to hang your hat on 
Yeah. Harry Maguire, he gets 90 minutes every week. <laughs> but he got you some points, didn't he, off your bench? No, he's done my bench. He's fucking Diaz. He's got one point for his five minutes. So, no, no joy because I put Harry Maguire last selection on my bench for obvious nice. reasons um, against Chelsea. But, yeah, I don't know what he got those points for. Did he get an assist or something? I don't know why he's got five points. Yeah, not sure. Um, do you want to go through your team quickly and then I'll do mine when you're at what you're at? I know there's games to go. Yeah, uh, another struggle, struggle, struggle. So 22 points uh, with the RB to come on, three points, and I've got Gordon and Trippier play. I captain Haaland, and we chatted about it. I actually intended to captain Salah, and I just forgot to change it when I did my transfer. So I was, I forgot away with on there because I thought Salah would do better. Um, but having said that, I got three points, so I'm, I'm short two points by Captain and Harlan by accident. And then, uh, yeah, Ferguson was also dropped, came on as a sub. Uh, Simicast didn't play at all. Uh, Diaby didn't start, and Ketty didn't start or play any minutes. So, yeah, my team's not looking great, mate. Um, so I'm hoping for another good performance from Gordon at Everton, which would be interesting. <laughs> he, he's got a he's got an industry an injury flag as well so he could easily get rested um and then i think i have to transfer out in ketia um because he's going to be no use at all and i need i need because uh, i've only got ferguson's also not being the best so i need somebody else up front i think um yeah so how about you, mate? So I'm on um, 23 points, basically. Yeah, I'm on average. So I'm just three points above average. I didn't take a um, hit this week, which is a change. I brought in Liberamento. Um, so I still have Trippier and Liberamento. Um, so actually my whole back line to play. So I've got Ariola. Simicast got me nothing. So Watkins will come off the bench for one. Um, the two Newcastle fullbacks, Pedro Porro. Gabriel got me nothing. Um, Martinelli finally chuffing scored, <laughs> and he should have scored. I've got two. Gabriel for a point, mate. Yeah, I got a point, a point for Gabriel. Sorry, but um, yeah, Martinelli so frustrating. He should have had two and an assist, um, but got me seven. Captain Salah here and he got me six. Umbuemo, who scored but um, scored a penalty, but's come off injured, so that's potentially going to be my transfer. The next game week which is really mm, annoying really unlucky. you've got sheffield united away though so it's like do you wait i think you wait and see the the team news there right yeah see how injured he is but if you're gonna rest him do you do, do you just rest him for sheffield united and then play him against villa that would be my thinking if i was the brentford coach so yeah that's gonna be annoying um, a lot of people will have him boomo I think it's that between Palmer. Oh, I forgot to mention I had Palmer, which was my transfer, got me seven because um, he scored. So, but you've got Palmer, Mitoma, Mbumo, um, who else? All kind of in that selection price range for those mids. Gordon. Yeah. Um, and then Dirty Darwin, 
didn't start, but came off the bench with an assist and typically only got me three points. That guy is cursed. He's a fantasy football <laughs> curse. Yeah. Well, he did outscore Haaland this week. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to have to hold him, though, because I think he must start Crystal Palace away, and they are in a bit of strife at the moment. They are indeed, mate. They are battling. Um, cool. Well, what we'll do, mate, is we'll, we'll keep this short and sharp, um, and we'll jump into the Mavericks competition. I'm pleased to announce that I am currently 6-4 up Roscoe. Yeah, mate, it's the first time there's been any daylight. Cunha. I'm feeling stressed. To be fair, I was expecting Jao Pedro to do something. Yeah, well, he did get the start because he'd been in great form. So he'd scored three goals off the bench in two games. So um, I think I stand by the pick, but wasn't to be. No, fair, mate. It's okay. Um, all right, well, 6-4 under 10 percent owned um because i've got daylight i'll let you go first mate okay um and it is getting tough even picking one that we haven't spoken about before so yeah well, we probably will have to start reusing people i've got one that i want to use which uh i haven't definitely haven't picked before uh, and it's yep. also a bit based on fixture. So that's yep. He Chan at Wolves. Yes, good point. Good shout. Um, 8.3% owned, 5.7 million. Uh, Tim's algorithm has him predicted with four and a half points, which puts him one, two, three, fourth, fifth, sorry, one, two, three, fifth in the rankings he's actually joint th um he's actually third if you look at it that three of them are all predicted the same so um there's three people joined second if you like uh yeah so he's up there and uh, we know he's been in good form and wolves are good and their fixture is forest at home now mate i think that's a really good shout um wolves have a nice little run he's in form he's a good player like I think we've always thought he's a good player. I think in in a better team, he'd actually score quite a few goals. I think because he's pacey and he's he's got a good shot on him. So um, him yeah, and like Cunha have quite a good partnership going at the moment, don't they? So they are assisting each other to score a lot of these goals. If you if you do yes. look at it, um, so they're they're starting to get a good partnership. I think. Yeah yeah um 100 i think wolves will be safe for sure um okay well, oh, I'll, i'm gonna have to dig deep here to to pull a maverick out of the rabbit's rabbit's hat is that i don't know what that is that was a saying but you pull a rabbit <laughs> out of the hat i don't mm. know what you pull out of a rabbit's hat that's it <laughs> rabbit out of the <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna put that down to mate but tiredness is what i'll put that comment down to um it's it's only 10 a.m i know mate yeah uh this is really tough 
All right. I'm going to go really out there. Bournemouth forward. I saw him and I just like him. There's no other explanation as to why. Um, Antoine mm. Semenyo, 3.8% owned, 4.6. Um, Man United away. I think Bournemouth will give Man United a proper go. And him and Savanke have a really nice partnership. Um, I just remember watching him and thinking, I test tick. He actually looks a really good player. Um, and I think he'll actually, yeah. if he carries on his form, he'll um, he'll end up at a bigger club, I reckon. Have you seen much of him? Just those, I think he got good last, uh, early in the last game week. Um, so, yeah, he does look good and his name keeps popping up with goals and assists this season so yeah pizza's yeah and i think with regards to former fixtures they have a really nice run mate so they have man united but then they have luton at home and forest away and fulham at home so he's basically one more than archer which is 4.6 um and if you need more funds for other areas of your squad why not give him a shot Yeah, fair. He looks good. It's a, I would say it's a reasonably tricky fixture, though. Actually, I think away at United, although they've not, they've not been the best. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, just hoping that he catches them on the break and runs runs past Maguire. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, bro. We'll we'll probably wrap it up fairly quick here. Who is going to be your Mav Cap? pick or is this all about Haaland because he has uh Luton away well I mean Haaland's hit a bit of a, a rocky patch hasn't he mm. but you you would think that he'd be good uh good for that fixture so he's still a very strong choice um in terms of our fixtures um where are the fixtures but the thing is, mate, Luton have just given Arsenal the strike of their lives, and it's a really tough place to go. Yeah, they're actually doing quite well, and City are a bit weak. I, I do think that it does raise questions about Haaland, the form, City's form, and and Luton's form. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not ideal. Um, and also, like Arsenal are at Villa away, so that's a tough game for an Arsenal asset. Um, so probably i would go i think i might go salah because they've got palace away yeah i think that's a pretty solid game otherwise uh, maybe even a spurs asset against west ham at home yeah yeah very true see how spurs play um and wait wait for the but but who is in the spurs squad it would be son wouldn't it if you've got him yeah probably as a captain shout yeah you'd have to bring in Son. i think i'm gonna have to bring in son to be honest after this game Forest, Everton, Brighton, Bournemouth, lovely run. Um, I don't have Haaland, so I was going to rip up my team to get him for the Luton Crystal Palace fixtures, but they have a blank in 18. Um, and then Everton away, which is a tough game. So I'm actually not sure if I'm going to force him in. You're not doing too bad with, without Haaland, mate. 
to be fair. He's not done he's not gone and done much since you've not had him. Mm, got a bit lucky. Um he's had a sixteen pointer against Chelsea, which was one, two, three, four game weeks ago. That's it. They said seven seven two. Nah. Yeah, I think but I reckon on my team it's gonna be it's gonna be Salah, I think. Yeah. Um that I would go for over Haaland just with their form. Mm-hmm. I think they will eat a good fixture, Liverpool. Agreed, mate. I think there's uh it would have it would have been a shout from Bremo at Sheffield United, but then they played okay as well. So yeah, I think we're agreed. Stick with the tried and trusted Salah at home against the Crystal Palace team that are in a bit of bother. Yeah, exactly. Cool, my friend. Well, that was uh, short and sharp. Um, yeah, I think that's a good Maverick matchup as well. Mine might be a bit rogue, but I, I feel fairly confident he's going to return something. Very good, mate. Um, good to see you, mate. And uh, looking fresh in your new haircut. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Well, uh, ready for the weekend. Yeah. See you, mate. See you, mate.